Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. Thank you for listening today. Today our topic is the importance of old friendships. Staying connected to people from your past, especially we're going to focus on childhood friendships, um, how that keeps you connected and engaged and socializing, and how at the end of the day that equals a better life with more happiness and a sense of um, community and connectedness. And with me is one of my dearest old friends, not mm-hmm. quite from childhood, <laughs> but we have known each other from for a number of years at this point, Debbie Ayers. And Debbie, the reason I ask you to participate in this podcast is because I've heard your story mm-hmm. many times mm-hmm. of um, friends that you grew up with and your special connection based on a beach club you grew up on mm-hmm. lake erie i did we are local in ohio local well we're local if you're in ohio right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually um in columbus ohio but you mm-hmm. grew up where in euclid ohio which is on the east side of cleveland okay and tell us about your experience when you were growing up and then how you stay connected with those old friends okay Well, we moved to uh, 100 East 200 Street in Euclid when I was six years old going into first grade. And there were, uh, it was a good Catholic neighborhood. There were (laughs) a good Catholic neighborhood. So there was lots of kids. All right. And in four streets, 200 Street, 199, 197, 196. Don't ask me why 198 wasn't in there, but it wasn't. (laughs) So there's four streets. And in those four streets, there were 300 children. Oh, Lord. And That's what you mean by a good Catholic yeah, neighborhood. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay. So we moved in there, and um, we were literally three houses to Lake Erie. And we were right there on the lake. And you uh-huh. walked down this path, and you were on this green area with swing sets okay, and Okay, I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but just preface this for me. Was this in the um, 60s, 70s? Mm-hmm, the 60s. Okay. Okay. And uh, and it literally was right there. You were on the beach at the edge of the lake of Lake Erie. So anyway, our parents got together and started talking, and it was amazing how they came together. There was such a chemistry between them um, that got together, and they were a nervous wreck that the kids would drown in the lake. You know that we would go down and play oh, at the yeah. lake, and that we would drown. So. Um, They thought, what are we going to do? So my dad actually uh, spearheaded a committee, and they decided to establish a beach club. They called it Utopia Beach Club. Okay. And um, they established this club, and then they canvassed those four streets and asked every household if they'd be willing to pay membership dues. And then they would pool that money together, and they built – a swimming pool on the grounds of this um, area right off the beach 
Okay. They rather have you in the pool yeah. than the lake. Right. They can control the pool. That's right. And then <laughs> or so the, they thought. That's right. right. And there because there were so many children, they got a hold of the Red Cross and said, Can you give us teachers? Because I got news for you, we've got close to three hundred kids. That's plenty for classes. Would you provide us uh, the teachers and teach our kids how to swim and yeah. safety and stuff? So that's what we did, and we did that for years, and the local elementary school was at the corner. So we all went to school together from first grade to eighth grade, at the neighbors, you know, we got to know each other. And then, of course, after school, everybody went to the beach, and you just tell your mom, I'm going down the beach after uh-huh. we got our homework. And we were, so we took all these lessons, and we got to be very, very close. I just can't tell you, Lisa, these have turned into lifelong friendships. Mm -hmm. And it was an upbringing that you cannot find. Ever since I left Cleveland, came to Ohio State, stayed here in Columbus ever since, there is no neighborhood like our neighborhood was. And the the neighbors actually became extended family. Mm -hmm. And they would get together like we would go down, and I had to be careful, and my brothers too, because if Mr. Meany or Mr. Hagen or Mr. Riddell or Mrs. The Women, whoever was down there, if the neighbors were down Wait, there. And I'm getting a feel this was a good Italian Catholic neighborhood. A lot of them were yeah. Italian, not everybody. <laughs> but the point is that they watched each other. Uh-huh. And every parent, every household was the same feeling. They would tell us, like my mom and dad would tell us, if you get in trouble down there and Mr. Meany brings you home by the collar or this one, I'm just telling you, you think you were in trouble there? Just wait till you get home. Yeah, so it was I think almost. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so it was. That um, way of. Yeah. So we had to be careful life. because it was like one big family. You had to behave. Yes, you did. Because you could get corrected by a neighbor. Oh, yeah. Or, or they would definitely tell on you, right? Yes, absolutely. And then we were in big trouble. Uh-huh. So anyway, that it was a beautiful upbringing right through high school. I had girlfriends that um, I went all the way from first grade to 12th grade with. Um, there were, In fact, there was about eight of us that over these years, we have still stayed together. And just to emphasize how intense this was, in 2015, let's see, 2015, yeah, four years ago, a couple of the gals in my generation got the idea, why don't we have a reunion, have a Utopia Beach Club reunion? What do you think? Well, of course, we've all grown up, married, spread all over this country and outside this country. Yeah. So they put it out there on Facebook and uh, the internet and everything and said, hey, what about a Utopia Beach Club reunion? Well, Lisa, I'll tell you. The phone, the phones, the internet, everything started happening. Response was overwhelming. Oh my god, it was. Everybody wanted to do it. Oh my gosh, my brother, <laughs> my brother calls me from Texas and said, "I told my wife I'm going. If you want to come, come on, but I'm going." And he called me, <laughs> Debbie. They're doing a reunion for Utopia Beach Club. I, uh-huh. I'm there. In fact, one of our friends from um, New Zealand came back. They were coming from Arizona and California and Florida. They came from all over. We had two, a little over two hundred of us came back for a full weekend. Some of us hadn't seen each other in 25 years, yeah, 30 years. And yet when we came together, it was like family. It was like, oh my gosh, and reminisced about all the old times and at the pool and the beach and everything. And the, I think the coolest part was on the last day, the last hour, uh, Karen was one of the ladies that um, 
put this whole thing together. She got up with a microphone over on the basketball court and some of our parents still living were there and she announced, she says, I want every mom and dad that's here to come up on the basketball court. And these parents and came the up. And the mom and dads are in their 80s, 80s and 90s yes, at this point. Yes, yes. Agent, we had <clears throat> one or two in wheelchairs. We had a couple in on walkers. Uh-huh. And they came up, and Karen um, focused on them and then said to all of us, as kind of wrapping up the event, mm-hmm. said, I want you, I, I, we want to tell you, she's talking to them now, you know, we want to tell you how much there aren't words to express to you how much we all appreciate. See, I get choked up even talking about it, <laughs> of what you did for us, because we would never, never have had the lifelong friendships and the treasure that we had growing up. It was such a fairy tale growing up. And they um, made it happen. Your parents and they came made it, together yes. and made it happen because they were concerned for your safety. Yeah. But the perk for you was you got this sense of community. Oh, right? totally. This sense of community. And you've maintained mm-hmm. active friendships with a number of these women yes. Yes. through the years. Yes. And people who, some of these folks, like I said, live all over the country. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, if somebody called me, if they called me and said, I'm so-and-so, and I'm thinking, what? And then they give me a maiden name. It's like, oh, yeah. And they say, yeah, remember, I was on 196 at Utopia Beach Club. Oh, that's fine. What do you need? Uh-huh. I mean, I would travel for them, whether it was a happy time of their life or a tragedy happening. You were part of Utopia Beach Club, then you were family. What do you need? I'll be there. So you won't be surprised to hear that there is science behind this idea that reminiscing is a good thing. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people assume that we shouldn't do that because that's living in the past. You've heard that, right? Mm-hmm. We got to live in the, the present. You do have to, I think you have to be present in the present. Mm-hmm. And of course you have to live in the present. You don't have a time machine. You don't have any option on that, right? Mm-hmm. But there is nothing wrong with reminiscing. In fact, it's empowering. It oh, makes nice. you happy. Yes. Because those connections mm-hmm. are so important. And guess what? They have everything to do with who we are now. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it was a wonderful experience for you. Oh, my gosh, yeah. How many of the women have you maintained active friendships with through the years? I think you said about a dozen. About a dozen or a little less than that. Um, there were about eight eight of us that came together just maybe around eight, nine years ago for the first time in since high school. Yeah. At one of our friends owns a bed and breakfast up in uh, Michigan, and we gathered at her location, and we sat for hours upon hours catching up with each other. Reminiscing. But it was, yes, yes, and remembering. <laughs> and it felt good. Oh, my God, all the shenanigans <clears throat> we did, and this teacher and that teacher, and down at the beach, and how we you know, kind of thought we were getting around our parents. We really didn't, but we thought so. <laughs> Um, and just laughing and carrying on. and So are you going on the record that you were involved in shenanigans? No. <laughs> I, let's put it this way. Not much for me, but my three brothers, God help, I don't know how my mother survived. Oh. Because <laughs> they were that. something. That's one thing Debbie and I have in common. We're the oldest mm-hmm. of four, mm-hmm. and we're the only, the only oh, girl. Right. So three troublemaking brothers. brothers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we understand that about each other. That's right. Well, just in case... <clears throat> you're thinking, yep, that's because of the time Debbie grew up mm-hmm. and we had stronger senses of community mm-hmm. and that would work, mm-hmm. but it's probably doesn't work for young people. I want to tell you that you're yeah. wrong. 
I want to tell you that you're wrong. Reminiscing and and um, even if so, I have a son that's 22, mm-hmm. and I'm going to read you a poem that he wrote. I cried my eyes out when I read this this morning. Mm. He put it on Facebook for one of his childhood friends. Mm. They were um, friends from the time they were babies, and mm-hmm. uh, she moved away. She moved to Florida, and we stayed here in Ohio. When the kids were about four, mm-hmm. and they didn't reconnect until they were 18, and every year since they've been 18, now they're 22, we go to Florida. Um, that's my son and I's special trip together. And I visit the beach, and he visits Zoe, his friend. And then I get together with the mom um, for mm-hmm. at least one night. We have dinner and catch up mm-hmm. for the year. Mm-hmm. And it's really empowering and it mm-hmm. because – they Tressa knows who we were back then mm-hmm. and then who we've become. Mm-hmm. And the thing mm-hmm. is that that speaks directly to your identity, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know why people think it's not, I don't know why people don't celebrate mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, and just the opportunity to still yeah. be connected and talk to people who oh were a gosh, part yeah. of our lives. Cause not everyone is still here. You know, as good of friends as you and I have become, you've only known me maybe five years, probably. Um, And again, though we're good friends, I can share things with you and, um, and, and you under, you can understand me to a point, but when I call Rosie or I call Lori or I call Karen, one of those eight, they've known who I was and what ever back to age six, Yes, they are going to hear me differently than you're going to hear me. It's true. They know your whole story. Right. They, and there's some kind of, I don't know, sense of security in that. Yeah. Um, it's the root. It's like you say, going back to your roots, going uh-huh. back to where you were born and who you were. And that whole growing up is so important. And the reason I, I really want our seniors to hear this is because I know that many of you have lost your companions. Mm-hmm. Your, your spouse has passed away mm-hmm. or I don't know, maybe left you, but for whatever reason, you're without that person, your mm-hmm. lifelong mm-hmm. companion, but you have old friends that you could reconnect with. Mm-hmm. And it would be a very um, beneficial thing mm-hmm. for you to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the poem <clears throat> that I read this morning when I got up, and I knew that my son had sent it to his friend because it was on Facebook that way. And it says, Once upon a time when all days were innocent and good, you and I walked hand in hand in the land of childhood. Though our time together there was swift as a moonbeam, now as an adult I still recall those days like a joyful dream. Your long hair dancing in the air, bearing the hue of sun's golden flare, my gleeful laugh leaping from my tongue as we made jokes that could only be made by the young. The cool sea foam riding toward our feet, the gulls singing with voices great and sweet as we played amidst the clear waters of the earth and combed the sand for jewels of untold worth. 
When I gave you a worthless toy that you cherished with undoing, undying joy, when you gave me a bracelet made of an old string that I treasure as if it were crowned from a king. Alas, those simpler days have fallen behind you and I. However, the child within me has refused to die. Whenever my eyes catch sight of you, the child within me smiles bright and true. Whenever I am near you under the summer sun, the child within me wishes to break free and run. I make up those days to make up those days we miss together to laugh, to smile and play no matter the hour or weather. Now, when times have become harder to understand, you and I walk in adulthood hand in hand. Though the echoes of childhood call to me when I see you and I know a beautiful glee. Mm-hmm. See, it wow. doesn't matter how old you are or when right. you grew up. Right. This stuff matters. So mm-hmm. connect to your old friends. Mm-hmm. You'll be happier for it. Amen. Thank you for listening. Till next time, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back. <laughs>